As 2018 draws to a close, we're taking a look back at some of the most memorable stories we share here on GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. I'm Jim Kirkland. This is part two of our Best of 2018 series. And on this episode, we're going to revisit the stories of Bible teacher Kay Arthur. I lifted my fist and I shook my fist in the face of God and I said, to hell with you, God. I'm going to find someone to love me. Also, Pulse nightclub shooting survivor, Luis Javier Ruiz. I'm thinking, I'm about to die. I'm about to go to hell. Like, why did I even come? We'll hear from Ted Wensley, a team chaplain for the Philadelphia Eagles, who happened to be the 2018 Super Bowl champions. Their dream is to, with the Lombardi trophy in their hand, use that platform. And after winning the Super Bowl, to declare Christ. And former rock singer Austin Carlyle. You know, all these great things are happening with the band, but I just felt empty. A common point in each one of these stories is that they involve people who were looking for meaning and satisfaction in their life. And you'll hear Billy Graham talk about that too, coming up a little later in this episode. We're unsatisfied. We're not satisfied with the way we look. We're not satisfied with the way we live. We're not satisfied with our inner self. And there's something lacking, and we don't know what it is. If that describes how you feel, we can help you find what you're looking for. True satisfaction begins when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we can tell you all about starting that relationship at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I ran out the front door of the hospital, and I cursed God, man. Austin Carlisle surrendered his life to Jesus when he was about 13. Shortly after that, his parents divorced. And when he was a junior in high school, his mother died of an aneurysm. I couldn't believe that God would take her from me. I couldn't believe that God would lead my parents to this divorce and then take my mother from me and... um you know, leave me alone. I felt abandoned and alone and hurt. Austin dealt with all that pain by drinking, using drugs, having sex, and getting into some very dark and heavy music. He was eventually able to turn his music, however, into a career. The band started finding just enormous success. Um, we, we, we wrote a record that, that was number four on the Billboard top charts, and we sold more records than we ever had. And we were doing tours, you know, and playing with Metallica and Avenged Sevenfold and Korn. And we did a whole world tour with uh, Linkin Park. And, um, you know, all these great things were happening with the band, but I just felt empty. One night while Austin was at a party, he called his dad to tell him about that emptiness he was feeling. His dad asked him where God was in his life. As a result of that conversation, Austin eventually rededicated his life to Jesus and got baptized. My drummer and his girlfriend and some of our old uh, tech workers and crewmates and tour managers were there. And the sky didn't split open. No doves flew down and landed on me. No, uh, no lightning went off in the sky. But it was that symbolism and that way for me to let people know that, look, I'm a new person. That new person started making new music. It was the same intense style as before, but now the lyrics glorified God. For years, Austin had dealt with a condition that caused pain throughout his body. And by 2016, it was getting worse, with tears in his spine. 
His doctors told him he had to stop the loud, highly physical way that he'd been performing. They said if, if, you're, if you have these tears again and this stuff happens again, it could leave you paralyzed. Your spine could rip. Um, it could be bad. And so in November 2016, Austin made the difficult decision to give up his successful music career. He went to Costa Rica to rest and also to visit his dad, who was a pastor there. But he ended up staying and now he works at his dad's church. He comes back to the States occasionally to do meet and greets with his fans and to share his story. Man, there's a lot of things going on today in the world, and I just feel there's no more, nothing more important for me than to be able to share my story and to be able to bring that kind of hope and just to plant a seed in someone that can listen, that can understand, and people that have followed my music so that they can see if I can do it, they can do it. Because I'm, I'm just a man. I'm just... A boy, I'm just a human, and I'm nothing without Christ. It's time to show the world what they're waiting for. Something like they've never seen before. Just getting started. Just getting started. There's nothing stopping us. Yeah, we're just getting started. Remember back at the beginning of this story, Austin Carlyle said he cursed God in a moment of hurt and confusion. Our next guest did the same thing. Kay Arthur and her first husband, Tom, had two sons and one rocky marriage. That marriage came to an end the day Tom hit Kay in the face. When I left Tom and moved into the uh, condo that I, I rented, I stood in the middle of the condo and I lifted my fist and I shook my fist in the face of God and I said, to hell with you, God. I'm going to find someone to love me. I want to be loved whether I'm pretty or ugly, whether I'm sick or well, whether I'm in a good mood or a bad mood. I want somebody that knows all about me <laughs> and still loves me. I didn't know his name was Jesus. Before she discovered Jesus, Kay fell in love with a man whom she later discovered was married. At first, she didn't care that he was married. That changed, though, when she met his wife. After that meeting, Kay finally began to realize her desperate need for Jesus Christ. I thought, I'm sick with a sickness that nobody can cure because it's not physical. You know, there's no cure for this. It was July 16th, 1963. And I ran upstairs, and I fell down beside my bed, and I cried out, and I said, God, I don't care what you do to me. I don't care if I never see another man as long as I live. I don't care if you paralyze me from the neck down. I don't care what you do to my two boys. If you'll just give me peace. And there on my knees at the age of 29, he gave me his son. And I went down feeling unclean, and I can't explain it to you, but I stood up, and I was, I felt like I was a virgin. I felt like I was clean. Kay began studying the Bible and learning more about what it means to be a follower of Christ. Then, her newfound faith was tested when she got word that her husband had committed suicide. Now, although they had been separated, Kay was devastated by the news. She says God spoke to her through 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I don't understand, but you tell me to give thanks and I will give thanks. 
And that's what enabled me to get up and to go forward. And that's what I did. Eventually, Kay would meet and fall in love with a missionary by the name of Jack Arthur. They got married and served as missionaries in Mexico for three and a half years. Kay led Bible studies for kids there and continued to host Bible studies when she and Jack moved to Tennessee. Today, Kay leads a multimedia ministry called Precept Ministries International, which has reached millions of people around the world. We're in 185 countries. We're in over 70 languages, teaching people all over the world how to study the Bible for themselves, and it's revolutionary. As Kay looks back on her life, she sees how God was preparing her to work in Christian ministry, even during some of the darkest moments of her life. As you listen to my story, just know this, that the Word of God has all the answers, and that God is sovereign, and that He is in control, and that He loves us with an everlasting love. And the love of God allows us to go through trials and difficulties and hard situations because God's going to use it. God has a bigger plan. Like Kay Arthur, our next guest also leads Bible studies, but Ted Winsley leads his studies in his church in New Jersey and with the Super Bowl-winning Philadelphia Eagles. Many of those guys out there playing, dealing with baby mama drama, financial issues, vices, high on all types of drugs, just crazy stuff. When you give your life to Christ, He heals you. Uh, and you actually find out that, wow, all these things, these vices were substitutes for peace. Before he gave his life to Jesus Christ, Ted also used vices as a substitute for peace. But after he became a Christian, he gave up those vices. And eventually, he also gave up a successful business career to become an associate pastor at a church in New Jersey. The senior pastor of that church was also a chaplain for the Philadelphia Eagles. He looked to me and he said, look, I'm not supposed to be doing this. You are like, what are you talking about? And he said, you don't understand most of these young African-American players never had a father. And although, you know, they're enjoying the teaching, they're really not connecting. And he said, they don't want a father, they want a brother. And, uh, and he turned the Bible study over to me, and I began to teach, uh, teach the Bible studies. More and more players began to attend the Bible studies and began to get serious about their relationship with Jesus Christ. Then in 2016, something special happened, right after Ted wrapped up a series on baptism. We had about 23 guys in the study, and um, I remember Trey Burton was on fire, and he's like, let's do it. I was like, all right, great. I said, do what? He said, let's, let's, get, let's water baptize. There's guys that want to be water baptized. I said, great. Well, I'll speak to the there's other chaplain, uh, Herb Lusk, that does the coaches. And I said, well, I'll speak to Herb, and maybe we can uh, use, his, you know, use his church. And they were like, Let's do it now. And I said, now? Like, where? Let's go into the cold tub. That cold tub, that's where players take an ice bath to recover after a game or a workout. Ted started out intending to baptize two players. 
but three more decided they were ready to be baptized. So in all, Ted ended up baptizing five guys in the cold tub. What we're seeing on the team is a cultural shift of love, a cultural shift of acceptance. And, um, and so it's, it's amazing because, you know, it, does the whole team believe? Or the whole, is the whole team Christians? No. But, but the entire team is being impacted by a kingdom culture, and it's causing them to become unified and to be a family. Ted Winsley's story points to the power of Jesus Christ to change hearts and lives. And so does the story of our next guest, Luis Javier Ruiz. So I grew up in the church struggling with uh, homosexuality and not having the tools at the time. I grew up in a time where it was not even talked about. I learned um, basically how to keep secrets, how to lie to my family, my parents, the church, And um, yeah, and that reigned in my heart for a very, very long time. Towards the end of high school, Luis came out to his family, and it didn't go well. It was really hard for my family because a lot of times my mom was like, what did I do wrong? What did we as parents, where did we go wrong? So a long time, it was just affecting their hearts, affecting who they were in Christ. They were questioning their ministry, everything, you know, at that time, because they were like, we don't understand. Soon after telling his parents, Luis joined the Army and he served for 15 years. At the time, anybody who was in the military could be dishonorably discharged for being openly gay. So Luis hid his sexual orientation from the Army. I deployed to Iraq. Um, I traveled everywhere around the U.S. um, and just learning how to be a soldier. I did human resource in the military, so I enjoyed what I did. And I met a lot of cool people, met a lot of cool cultures and stuff. But in in that, I was keeping a secret from the military, you know, and basically they saw this one guy in the the army. And then at night, I would go out to the gay clubs and go hang out and party and, and live my life the best way I knew how, you know, without God. In June of 2016, Luis was living in Orlando. And on the 11th of that month, he decided to celebrate his birthday with some friends from the LGBTQ community at Pulse Nightclub. At about 2 a.m., this occurred. I hear this guy yelling, run for your life, run for your life, get out of the club. Um, All I know is that as soon as he says that, there's a guy in front of us and he has a gun and he's shooting And all you hear are just shots going off. And all I know is that my heart sank and I I got stuck. And it looks like my friend had saw me and he grabbed me and he pushed me out. And as he pushed me out, I started running immediately. I go into uh, protective mode and, and everyone's running and screaming. And all you hear is the pops going on and off, on and off, on and off. And as I'm going out, I'm turning and I'm seeing like people dropping and, and being shot. And, and you know, I, I just, my heart's racing. And, and, and it's crazy because while this is all going on, I'm thinking, I'm about to die. I'm about to go to hell. Like, why did I even come? Luis narrowly survived what would be one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. But 49 other people didn't survive. 
and as Luis was trying to deal with the aftermath of the shooting emotionally, he got devastating news. He was HIV positive. I guess I got so angry that God was like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you can't get any more angry. Like, it's either you submit and surrender yourself to me or it's just going to get worse after this, you know, and not on his doing. But, you know, the, we have a real enemy. That real enemy is the devil. And Luis had come to a point where he knew he needed Jesus Christ to rescue him from the grip of the enemy and from his own sin. So he surrendered everything to Jesus, including his sexuality. I even said, I'm gay, God, and this is how you're taking me. Take me as I am. I don't know if this is if this is if you're supposed to take this away from me. If you're not, I've tried this so many times. And in the midst of all that, automatically things started falling off of my life. I gave him my gayness. I gave him my pornography addictions, everything. And it, it took a while. Like I was like, this is this is what I'm doing, you know, and and that's when I, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit was dropping on my heart was like, how about you give me you right now? It's not a gay to straight thing. It's like, just give me your heart. And in the midst of that, I'm going to transform it. I'm going to make it different. Today, Luis is involved with two ministries. One helps churches show love to those who are living a homosexual lifestyle. And the other helps those who are in that lifestyle realize that they can be set free from their sin. And as Luis looks back to the Pulse nightclub shooting, he's thankful for God's grace and mercy and for the constant prayers of his family during those years when he was running away from God. Because I should have been number 50, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it was kept at 49. And I believe that I could have lost my life that night. I could have been in the pits of hell right now. Who knows, you know? But God had something else for me. And I, I'm thankful because now I'm able to share my story of hope, share my story to the world, and let them know that, hey, there is a God that changes and can't transform. He's still in the transforming business, you know? And we can't come out of homosexuality. We can't. Is there a sin or sins that you are struggling with? If so, God can set you free, just like he did for Luis Javier Ruiz, and for Kay Arthur, Austin Carlisle, Ted Winsley, and also for some of the Philadelphia Eagles. There is nothing like the transforming power of surrendering your life, your heart, and your sin to Jesus Christ. And that is something you can do right now. You can learn more about that at findpeacewithgod.net. Again, that's findpeacewithgod.net. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. We're unsatisfied. Billy Graham. We're not satisfied with the way we look. We're not satisfied with the way we live. We're not satisfied with our inner self. And there's something lacking and we don't know what it is. Do you know why? Because you were made in the image of God and made for fellowship with God. And that fellowship has been broken by sin. And so inside you're constantly screaming and crying out for something. You're not quite sure what it is. 
You think you'll find it in drugs. You think you'll find it in sex, power, success, money. It's not there. And you end up with emptiness, still searching. And you're actually searching for God and don't know it. And you'll never find that total satisfaction and peace and purpose and meaning in your life until you have surrendered your life to God, surrendered your life to Christ. Will you do that tonight? What you just heard from Billy Graham was preached in Anchorage, Alaska in 1984. If you enjoyed listening to Billy Graham's messages, there are a couple of different ways you can do that. Anytime you desire, day or night. One is the Billy Graham Audio Archives, and the other is the Billy Graham Channel. It's on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. You can learn all about both of those resources at our website, BillyGrahamRadio.org. That's also where you can find every episode of GPS, including this one. We highlighted just a few guests of the past year on the last couple of episodes, but you can go back and listen to every story we have shared here on GPS. The address again is billygramradio.org. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening all year and for letting your friends know about this podcast. If you are on Facebook, that is an excellent way to let them know about GPS. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Billy Graham Radio. And we look forward to being back with you in 2019. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Happy New Year to you from all of us here at GPS. God, people, stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Yeah.